Podcast. Yeah, I get it in with the Roach Clip Podcast. Arthur Phillips sound waves through your broadcast. So much smoke in this bitch, catch a contact. Dutchy Arizona, yeah, I smoked the whole pack. Cannabis, cactus t-shirts, and a dope mag. If you didn't catch the last episode, that's your bad. They say it's my turn, so I conjure something clever. Like I'm just trying to get all songs on content of the pressure. So cook up the beat, hit the studio, and I chef. Roach Clip Radio Show on KDIF. Ponderosa Flower, that's just the way I'm doing. Break it down and put a lighter to a blazing tube, but they don't even ask. Know that we are high grade, homegrown Arizona. Go and check out our page. Yeah, go ahead and check out the page. Homegrown Arizona, top notch six. Remember, you are now tuned in to the one and only Roach Clip Podcast. Enjoy yourself. The uh, the latest one I just watched was the Montreal uh, screw job. That's a great one, Vince McMahon, and uh, Brett Hitman Hart, right? Hey, so so Razor Ramon, he went on he went on tape and said that he thinks that they were all in it together, that nothing gets by Vince McMahon. Oh, of course not. Oh, I believe that. Yeah, yeah he, Vince he was McMahon like, is a more seasoned Dana White. This dude's been in the game for way longer. Oh yeah, he's like hey, a mob then, boss. Check this yeah. out, though, dude. So then he's all he's all look at he's all look at when uh Brett the Hitman Hart spits on uh on um on what's his name? We just said his name. I, uh on, on uh Shawn Michaels. I mean on Bret Hart. Yeah. No, no, the owner. Not the owner. Vince McMahon. Vince, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. He spits on him, and then the camera just pans over to him, spit on him. Like he's all Razor Ramon was like. Hey, isn't that uh, interesting how that happened? And then uh, supposedly fucking knocked him out after the fight, too. Yeah. After the match. Bray Hart went in yeah. there and knocked him oh, out yeah, in his office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cracked him. Yeah, he cracked him. The end, and they had him filming. They filmed him, like, coming out, and he was all, like, looked like he crapped his pants. You are now <laughs> tuned in to the Roach Clip Podcast. I am your host for the evening, Tolo, and I'm joined by these wonderful, beautiful degenerates. Sitting to my left, I got the Blood Master General himself. Prodi, 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 Mucus. Rolling up these frontos got me so high. What'd you roll in that fronto today? Uh, now we got some. Um, this was some of that grape OG from Seoul. Mm. Yeah, I got some nice. of that right here too. Oh, nice. That's some good stuff, huh? Yeah, it's pretty good, bro. Pretty good. I was impressed. $100 half ounces, you know what I'm saying, all day, every day, 10% off if you uh, have COVID, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, I used my third time patient deal, so my eighth was free, so I was like, shit, let me get it. Hell uh, yeah. yeah. And this is our third quarantined yeah, yeah, episode. We're also joined remotely from a remote location by Mr. Psych Nephilim himself. What's up, Psych? What up? What up? What up, everybody? What it do, Playboy? Nice shirt. Hey, you know what? Uh, here, let me lower it down just a little. I was gonna say thanks too, cause we actually just sold uh, another one of the um, one of the sh- the jackets you uh, made for us, and uh, that was another good sale. So oh, we've yeah. just been being well, able to pay the, pay them bills off of them uh, t-shirt sales. You know what I mean? I was showing Mikey the jacket for Mario. I said we got to make some for yeah. ourselves for next year, dog, for winter. Yeah. Real nice. Those just go hard. Yeah, those are dope. Yeah, those are tight. Uh, I definitely, uh, we appreciate the business and everything's been going really good. So uh, we, we, uh, we're, we're happy with the, like I said, man, the shirt alone right here, this was, this was already getting a, uh, like actually somebody wanted it and I was like, nah, this one's mine. We got to drop that exclusive uh, collabo Roach Cliff Fonqueros t-shirt. Yeah, that'd be dope. Oh, yeah. yeah. And joining us from a different remote location because we are self-distancing, quarantining ourselves. We got the horror flick phenomenon, Mr. R2D2, also known as Arturito. What's up, Arturo? What's going on, fellas? What's going on, everybody? You know, just here at home. Um, Got the stay-at-home order, so... That's what I'm doing. Sitting my ass at home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we went into, real good. We went into this quarantine potheads. We're coming out super fucking potheads, dog. <laughs> Our, we're gonna have radiation levels the size of fucking Chernobyl, I say. Yeah. Right? G five. G five. 
And last but not least, we got Mr. Cannabis Cactus himself, always free, never prickly, Mr. Mikey Milkis. Woo, come on down. <laughs> you see that, bro? I'm trying to take um that dude's, that dude's job, Bruce Buffer, you know what I'm saying? I want to be their, their quarantine announcer. <coughs> Man, speaking of Bruce Buffer, I can't wait to talk about Sehudo and Shevchenko, if that's real or not. So, <coughs> no, that's fake. Stories. There's no way that's, that's real. That's, go down. that's what I thought, because that's not fair, right? That's not fair. <laughs> and I don't think uh, anybody was sanctioned that. So what, what Miguelito's talking about, Triple C, the king of cringe, Henry Sehudo posted on his Instagram this morning that he's going to salvage UFC 249. For, the, for those of you that don't know, Khabib Narmogomedov is stranded in Russia, so he can't leave that because there's no flight orders. So that fight's officially off, according to them. Dana White still Dana White's still holding hope, but Khabib just posted on his Instagram today. He's like, dude, I'm not gonna risk the lives of other people and my own life for for this greedy motherfucker. He's like, dude, everybody, everybody's taking a back seat. Every fucking athlete, every famous person. He's like, why am I different from anybody else? It's like, right. we, we, we got to follow the state orders and let's follow the state orders. He knows that he, he ain't um he ain't Dana White's little bitch. You know what I'm saying? We we're just talking about uh, Dana White. But he's like, dude, I'm holding my ground, bro. It's like, you got to wait till we can fight officially. So, yeah, that, that card's up in the air. That's UFC 249. It's scheduled for April 18th. Dana White still says it's going down. So Henry Cejudo posted on his Instagram a picture of him facing off with the female UFC champion, uh, Valentina <laughs> Shevchenko. Hey, we saw Shevchenko knock somebody out cold. Remember that? I mean, we yeah, we saw her drop our, our, our good buddy Jessica I, like With the head kick from hell. With a head kick thudded on. I mean, the stadium went quiet and then went crazy. Bro, that whole ring, dude. When she hit, bro, the fucking, the whole um, octagon rattled because she just kicked her in the head, bro, Dude, she, and she fell like a tree. Boom. Every, yeah. Yeah, like Mikey oh, said, the whole place oh, just look, went quiet. Dead weight, okay. dead weight, fuck him. And it took her a this minute. This is Jessica I. So I just pull up Instagram, and she comes up first. Is Facebook, like, seriously listening to our conversation? Yeah. The first thing in, in my feed is... Patiently waiting, it says. That's a picture of her. So this is the girl who got dropped. She commented on one of our pictures. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, shout out to Jessica Evoli, though. She was on the cover of uh, February's issue of the Cannabis Cactus. This episode of okay, the Roach so Clip and every other episode of the Roach Clip is also brought to you by the Cannabis Cactus. Go to CannabisCactus.com. Always free. Never prickly. Never prickly. Okay, so... Uh, Henry Cejudo, they posted that like it was a real story, but I knew it wasn't. But. Yeah, so Cejudo said he's going to salvage the card versus going against uh, Shevchenko. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> that is, I mean, who's going to sanction that fight? Especially during. Okay, the- that's a good point. Just realistically, I don't know why that wasn't the first thing I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd have to be some kind of underground backyard brawl. Cause it ain't gonna go okay, down. It ain't gonna go down officially. I don't know how Dana White's gonna make this event happen. I just don't see it happening. I think he's gonna right. announce it. You know, um, last minute we're canceling this event, postponing it, whatever you want to call it. This fight is fucking cursed. Hey, we huh? tried. You know, this fight is cursed, Brody. So this is the fifth time they've arranged this fight. Five times since 2015. Right. This fight has to happen. Corona hits, and now, boom, it's wiped out again. Corona. So maybe six times the charm. Ah. And everybody's calling this maybe the best matchup in UFC history, dude. These two dudes, El Kukui, Tony Ferguson, against Habib Nurmagomedov, dude. These two dudes have won. Well, Khabib's undefeated. He's 24-0. But they both have won 12 fights in a row in the UFC. In the UFC, not in the amateur yeah. ranks, not in the king of fights, 12 in a row. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that makes this a huge fight, right? Oh, yeah, it does, bro. It does. I don't know. Kakui's fought everybody. You're not talking wiffles like those 12 aren't wiffle balls. Oh, no. He's already killed the top five twice. He's on. I got to do the fucking. I ain't doing that shit again. Yeah. He's on the champion yeah. of this motherfucker. He's not going to do another round. <laughs> ro- yeah, he's. I'm not going to do another round robbing with the top five. 
You said done that Dang. shit plenty of times, bro. I'd be like, this is my title. So I man, like it. Yeah. So that's what's going on in the UFC world, as I know right now. You know, I'm up to date with the latest and greatest. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, what's up with you guys, Nephilim? How's the Fonqueros holding it down right now? Since you guys can't do any shows, anything? Are you guys planning any live events on like Instagram, Facebook, Mixler? Uh, Monday, we have uh, the uh, Funk Mondays as usual. So uh, we're trying to figure out where we're going to be uh, uh, broadcasting from on Monday. And uh, also, uh, shout out to Dom's, Dom's uh, Barbecue. He's doing like some food and stuff. So he's doing like. Uh, we we most likely will probably try to get together and do it together, but if not, we'll probably do it all online just like this. But uh, yeah, next thing is Funk Mondays. Uh, shit, I don't know how well it's gonna go as far as getting together. If we're just gonna go live, you know, seeing how that works out. But uh, hopefully, uh, we get to get you know, it's oh, it's always cool to you know play live and stuff. Uh, you know, in the same room together and shit, as opposed to everyone just spinning from their house, you know. Yeah. So, but, uh, just, uh, I just been watching all that kind of same thing you guys got going on in the back, dude. Just that vintage ESPN NBA shit. Since there is technically like no sports or anything right now. No sports. Kinda dude. Like, oh, ESPN is running yeah. out of reruns. I was going to say, <laughs> I wasn't really up to date with sports. So, uh, right now I've just been watching like, uh, like essentially what you guys are watching looks like those are some top brawls right there. I saw Meta World Peace knock out that dude from the New York. <laughs> it is. <laughs> he just threw that elbow for celebration and knocked that dude out cold. Definitely yeah. top brawls. You know that's what I got going on in the background right now. Yeah, I've been watching. Um, you watching like things me? like? You know what? No, I was interested in what you were talking about, Michael Jordan, because I was watching a lot of Jordan footage and how. Uh, they were talking about just guarding back then, like how you couldn't put your hands on, like hand-checking people. And uh, so it, it was uh, like they kind of changed the rules for that. Uh, you could put your hand check on them, I'm sorry, back then. And then they changed the rules where you couldn't put your oh, hand on right, them. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, now, now you bad. can't even touch them. They need their space yeah. or whatever. Yeah, back then you right. could be fucking chest-to-chest, -chest, fucking hand-checking and shit. Yeah, and if you look back then, like people were scoring way more, and now it's like the 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 uh, scoring is like way way different as opposed to when it was back then. So they people were saying like, was it harder to you know to get in like to to get in where you fit in back then, or are these players truly better? That's what I was kind of trying to figure out. Like, was really the '90s and '80s mm -hmm. the true dominant like you know era of basketball, or is today our current stars, like, you know, the real, like, you know, because, like, if you look at the last, before this season got stopped, I, I don't know how I got onto this video, but this guy was talking about how this year was expected to be one of the best years for the NBA ever because, like, there was six teams, I believe, that were going to have broken uh, NBA records uh, just this year alone. And then there's players on those teams that were going to break all kinds of records, like Will Chamberlain's records and, like, all these records. So, uh, supposedly, there's a lot more uh, points and scoring and stuff like that as opposed to back then is, like, what uh, the toss-up in the air is. You know? I, would, I would say it's a different game than it used to be. It used to be more inside. So that's why, like, your centers were fucking, like, the, the one of the, maybe the most important piece of your team was having a center. That's who was winning that's titles cool. for a while. You know, you had Elijah on, you had um, Shaquille O'Neal, fucking Hakeem the Dream, all kinds of dope dudes, you know, fucking Matumbo. <laughs> it's the, it's the, the centers is yeah, the most, most important part. Yeah, now these yeah, motherfuckers, now these motherfuckers are just shooting threes from four or five feet behind the three-point line. You know what I mean? And draining them like, like it's so, nothing. It's crazy that that's become normal. So yeah, the game has changed, and the shooters are definitely. It's Sharper. they've changed. Like people, yeah, people so back in the day that played in the NBA could drain shots from their range, but like Tolo says, the way they're brought up now to train that you can hit from four or five feet behind the arc, like it's no problem. That's pretty insane, but um, I mean, it's almost like we bred those players. They weren't breeding for that. It was an inside game before, you know. 
Yeah. Yep. That's what it boiled down to. Yeah. Now everyone. I don't know. It was like a show back in the day. I remember growing up in Chicago and seeing them. You know, the Bulls win, and it wasn't just like Jordan. It was Pippen and fucking Rodman. Hey, do you know do you know anything about the Charles Barkley Scottie Pippen rivalry? Nah, Enlighten me. Is, is, it in the casino? is it in the casino or in the basketball court? <laughs> uh, probably both, because they were betting. Those two are big gamblers, big bet, big yeah, sports. They were betting. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they were betting a lot on the court. Like they'd be like, "I'll bet you ten grand. I'll sink these two free throws in your face." And then uh, <laughs> free throws in your face. Those guys are notorious gamblers, and so is Michael Jordan. Like a lot of people, uh, the reason his public image was tarnished a little bit was. You know, where Kobe's out playing basketball with the kids and doing those things. Michael Jordan was in the casino, roped off at the craps table by himself, smoking cigars, just 100000 a hand or whatever the rumors are that playing, are probably true. Playing $200,000 golf fucking games. Yeah, and so that that always kind of weighed on his image, you know. Yeah, that fool fucking, um, that fool works some, I forgot what player it was, dude. He, that fool called him out and shit, dude. That fool came back the next day, bro, inside the gym. Jordan fucking straight up called him out. Come on, we're going to play one-on-one. That fool fucking <laughs> that fool still Whoa. schooled him, bro. And that was like less than a year ago. That fool fucking. I worked it. for a company um, that we did a uh, mosquito. It was called Mosquito Squad Chicago. And we actually used to spray his house that was on the north, in the north shore. Up in the, um, he had who's, 23. Who's he Are didn't live up? there anymore when i worked there he didn't live anymore but the gates with the 23 are still there but jordan damn oh, that's property yeah yeah that's, hey that's since, north since, shore, yeah. So since we're on the nba since, since we're on the nba somebody just sent me this a new development has emerged that will potentially have a huge impact on the current nba season thanks to some very thorough research who's, who likely had too much time on their hands a specific rule from the league's bylaws has been revealed, which clearly states that if the season ends up being canceled, a possibility that is becoming more and more feasible as the weeks go by, then it appears that the Los Angeles, La- Los Angeles Lakers will be declared this year's champions. The proof via, uh, the proofs via Josiah Henderson, NBA Bylaw 6-23 says, if the season ends prior to April 1st, the team with the best record in the year the NBA Finals will be held shall be crowned the undisputed champion, and that is my April Fool's joke for today. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, you got me. Guy. Got me. Would, would you, <laughs> I was like, what? Everybody would call it a fake championship, right? It would never be respected. Oh, yeah. Hey, well, no, just, that, would be, that would be crazy. People would be well, crazy. but that, that James Floyd Jordan thing, that would be interesting. Oh yeah. Yeah, I want to see that documentary. <clears throat> Remember his IMAX documentary? That shit oh, was yeah. hard. Come that, fly that shit was hard, bro. It was about his last season in the NBA or before he came back to the Wizards. Oh yeah. Oh, that one. When they played I remember it. The- yeah, so they had it on IMAX and I had the DVD and it was like IMAX quality DVD. <laughs> so what is the best sports movie of all time like if you're digging down deep? I was just thinking about Space Jam, but then Rudy and Hoosiers both popped into my head. Rocky. Rocky. Rem- I'm, 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 remember yeah. the Titans was a dope movie. That was just oh, that's good. good. Uh, I'd say, say most iconic would have to go to what Tolo said so far. I like Rudy. Yeah, Rocky's. Yeah, Rudy's a deep cut. Rudy and Hoosiers like. Uh oh, I got a good one. Um, it was uh, he got game. Is that oh, what Ray he Allen? Got yeah, got an even better one. White man can't jump. Ooh, I think, <laughs> I I think that's the best. That's the best. I, yeah, I, I agree with that. Brody, I think I think you took you took the crown with that one. That's one. That's probably one of my fa- favorite movies ever. Yeah. What yeah. about baseball movies? Have you seen The Natural? Oh yeah, angels in the outfield. I have angel. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> Which was the one with the uh, the rapist Charlie Sheen allegedly? Oh, Is that uh, it? Major, major league. Uh, major league. Major league. Major league. Major league. Major league. Yeah. Those were yeah. funny. <laughs> so those baseball movies were hot for a while. I don't know why. Hey, in the nineties, 
Well, there's Bull another, Durham, Field of Dreams. There's even another sweet one, too. Sandlot. Hardball. Yep, the Sandlot. How about Hardball? Hardball, the Sandlot from the ghetto. Remember, hey, they, they killed G-Baby? That's a badass movie, bro. That's in Chicago, bro. That's a badass fucking yeah, movie. That's a, that is a fucking hey, classic. All in, what, they were all by Cabrini. Those projects ain't even there no more. What, Keanu Reeves is the coach? He makes yeah. you cry at the end, bro. There wasn't a dry eye in that that's fucking living room. Up, what is hey, it? Hardball. It's fucked up, bro. But they're by some projects. Yeah, bro, those projects ain't even there. They tore them down because it was like so fucked up, bro. The Cucumbas. Oh, 42, the Jackie Robinson story. That was good. Having hey, watched that news one. Bears. Bad News Bears. You talked about that on the Saturday's episode. I haven't watched that one yet. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, there was Waterboy. I mean, that was great, great. Oh, Not that's kidding. actually really good. That shit's Waterboy funny. Is great. It was funny, but uh, like for you know, not being serious and shit. But yeah, it's, it was a what great about movie. Matthew is uh, Johnny Knoxville, right? Is the coach? It's funny. Which one? On which one? Bad News Bears. No, that oh, was a new one. Bob oh, that's the new one. The Vin- the old okay. school one. Yeah, the old school. That's one. That's the remake, right? Yeah. Don't Mikey Man, this hey, there's fire. another one. What about what about Blue Chips? With oh, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, yeah, and Anthony Hardaway. Uh, How about a varsity blue? Oh, that one. Where varsity they... blue. Is that the varsity one with the whipped cream? Yeah. Yeah, the whipped cream. Yeah, yeah. Had every oh, guy, varsity. had every guy varsity jacking blue. off to fucking Jason Vanderveek. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, I just watched that Jason Bob reboot. That's just that's just hilarious, uh, bro. That that's is a good one. That's a great one. Yeah, uh, you, you, hey, they have it on Amazon Prime. So if any of you if you guys have that Amazon Prime video, they have it on there for free now. And we watched Four it a while. Plex, but you know what I'm saying? You gotta be exclusive to be on that Plex. Oh yeah, that's right. I keep for damn it. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> I was like, waiting for that Disney movie Onward. It's not on Plex yet. Sometimes there's stuff not quite there yet. You gotta wait, have patience. We could just you ask got him. Not, you got it. You got to throw it on Facebook. You got to get in the uh, group chat, Mikey. I'll add you. Yeah, and he'll just put whatever you're okay. asking for. Yeah, whatever you oh, ask. Okay. He'll, he'll rip it and upload it. Okay. Quick, dude. Sometimes right. within 10 minutes, he's all the movies up. I was like, how the fuck does he do this? Like magic. <laughs> he's like his own Netflix. That is really cool. Or he yeah, or she. Better than that. Yeah, we, hey, we can't, we can't say if it's, it's a she or a he. You know what I'm saying? It's all alleged. 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 It's all alleged. I live in the alleged. Yeah, I live in a bunch of allegations. The legend of legends. <laughs> hey, bro, you know what's dope? We're doing this shit professional quality. This is what every show's doing right now. The Tonight Show, all them shows. I, think I know you turn on the news and it's the same shit we do. <laughs> <laughs> it is, bro. You got like Colbert sitting in front of his fucking whatever framed wall or something cool. In the, they always have to have some co- right, a cool pot. Or whatever. Yeah, it's TMZ. They have like fucking 20 motherfuckers on fucking camera and shit. So yeah, I did something interesting. Oh man, TMZ invented this shit. They know how to how to do it. I did something interesting last night. I hopped on the fucking mad pot, mass podcast from the Hippie Butler's pot, the Hippie Chronicles podcast. Dude, there was 17 people in that motherfucker, dude. I only got Damn. to speak for like two minutes. I was like, fuck this. I'm going to go to my own podcast where I can talk forever. <laughs> how does it uh, How does it mute everybody? Or does it just somehow filter all the sound? How does that work? Like, Yeah. It just kinda, take turns? I think it knows. It has some kind of compression like um, <coughs> plug-in probably when you download the app. Because it does do a real good job when there's like people talking to each other in the background that aren't part of the conversation. And it also right. gives you the ability to mute anybody on or whoever the host is to mute anybody on the platform. I like this because I like that I can I can hear him doing a dab and I can still hear you talking. It's not cutting in, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's not like cutting him off. Mm-hmm. What are you smoking on, Miguelito? Mikey's ripping the bong. I can hear that shit clear. I got the, the Green Gene Genetics. Uh, this is Jupiter. Ooh. Shout out to Green Gene. I just finished their Purple Punch. Oh, that shit's good, too. That fool froze. Look at his face. Oh, 
You were frozen for a little bit. You're frozen. He's like, yeah, frozen time. <laughs> you were frozen like Elsa, essay. But yeah, so we got the Thai, the Thai food from Postmates, and uh, homeboy just walked up, sat it on the bench, and just waved and walked off. <laughs> crazy, yeah. There's funny times we were in. Yeah, he didn't even say a word. He just looked at me. I'm standing here in my underwear in the front of the door. <laughs> and he didn't even say anything. Just walked up, set it down, and left. I heard they're killing. Yeah. I heard they're killing it out there, bro. Like the food delivery services. I don't know. I'm, the restaurants that are able to stay open. Um, well, maybe there's not enough business to go around, but the delivery services must be killing it. You're right. No, bro. You know when it like when it hit me when I called the American Screen Supply. That's our our screen supply uh, our screen supply supplier from uh, for making T-shirts and whatever getting our merch ready and i called shannon to ask her some questions and she's like yeah i'm here by myself i had to let go of everybody because uh it's because it's really slow dude cruising yeah, hopefully, hopefully she just means like let them go home on an unpaid leave until <coughs> yeah but people pe- people gotta look for jobs they ain't gonna wait around yeah. they'll have something new oh, no rent's not stopping no exactly but yeah. i just hope that like these restaurants don't have to shut down and then you're out of a job like forever you know i get yeah, it so i was doing all right for like the first week or two and now i'm not dude i'm not doing none of that side work shit dude's like you know nobody mm-hmm. wants people inside their fucking house oh and you do remodeling right yeah you know yeah like the commercials are weird now like the plumbers are like I'm George H. Brazil, and I'm going to not sneeze on you. And they say all this. <laughs> we're COVID-19 free. Let us yeah, come clean. I'm like, all right, George, calm down. <laughs> hey, do you think this is going to change? That's different. Like, AC is something that people don't know how to fucking work on because it's all electrical and shit like that. Right now that everybody's got spare time on their fucking hands, everybody's hitting Home Depot and shit trying to be a handy fucking man. You know, trying to do since they're not working, they're trying to do their little. Home you get remodel. bored, dude. People get bored. Yeah, they're like, let's do mm-hmm. something. You know, let's dig a hole and fucking plant a fucking rose bush. Let's do something. That's a great idea, actually. It is. It is. Start a little garden. Hey, what do you guys think? Is society gonna be changed forever because of what's going on now? This is like first time it's happened in many lifetimes. I mean, I don't know. I didn't think, I didn't think so at first, bro. But now, my daughter's seven, bro, and like she don't even want to go. Like we go to the store to get go get something to fucking, you know, food or essentials for the house. Like I went toilet paper, and she don't want to go nowhere, bro, because she's afraid of the coronavirus. That's what you I'm saying. What I mean? That's what I'm saying. And Do you think like homeschool, the homeschool business is gonna boom? A lot of kids are just gonna yeah, stay homeschooled. I think she's not going to school. And I guess my girl talked to her teacher, and the teachers are all upset, you know, because it's done for the school. Yeah, the I mean, school year's done yeah, in Arizona, done in the in the year. nation, right? I think the whole yeah, nation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's done. Man, I was gonna say I hope not because I just know that people are to the point where they don't want to live in a world where they can't get a Domino's pizza in thirty minutes and a hot and ready. The, every, you know, I mean. Nobody's ready for that, so I don't see how things could change that much. Even homeschooling your kids sounds like a pretty big chore. But we'll see. I don't know. I don't think I know. Yeah, I don't think things are going to change like that. I just think the new gen. I'm not like I know my daughter's not going to forget about this. You know, she's at that age where she's soaking everything in. And- but is it going to step up the prepper community? Like prepping was was hot a few years ago, and then it started to die out. Is prepping going to be hot again? Oh yeah, now we're not going to yeah. make fun of preppers. We're all going to be preppers. We used to make fun yeah, of those crazy motherfuckers. Pouring the shit out of TP. I'm digging a tunnel in the backyard right now to get in my fucking whole silo to get in my drug dealer's <laughs> house. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I'm down. A. Hey, I'm. A, I'm down to go do some suicide yeah. missions to go get some weed. All underground. <laughs> like, <laughs> it would, yeah, you're right. I mean, imagine how the commodities would would change. But you're right. Cannabis would be right back so far into the black market 
that it'd be like, you know, you see, it'd Chop, be dangerous. <laughs> like El Chapo, remember he escaped in his little motorcycle? They showed the motorcycle. It's like his little fucking tiny <laughs> thing. Little, oh, yeah, bro. Hey, I read a fucking bogus article when that shit happened Word. talking about Gucci Mane help El Chapo escape in his underground tunnel and shit. That shit was stupid as hell. That shit was funny. Yeah, that's what's hilarious about the internet. The memes that come I out. Dirk, I see Dirk. Everybody, yep. everybody wants to pause while Dirk speaks. That's Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki. Shout out to hey, that. Is, is he one of your favorites? Yeah, he he's a big part of the community in Dallas. Like I, he came from Germany, and I don't I don't think he'll ever move back. Like I think he's a a Dallas resident now. Nice. He was a killer. I, I thought we were going to go get to see Luca and go get to see the NBA, but, man, that's crazy. I don't even know. Man, that, that would have been a, a, an epic night, bro. Fuck. Yeah, it's weird because we usually pull that stuff off, right? Like, I'm not used to not pulling something like that off. And when I used to do construction and work on houses, people would be like, I would do things without permits and just, I don't, I don't you know. Know, nothing ever blew up, and this is the first thing that ever just kind of blew up. But along with everything else, but that's, that's um, kind of like the same for us too. You just you just keep trying stuff and putting yourself out on a limb, but it always works out, right? Yeah. This was the first time where things fell into place, and then just like the carpet went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had like it's funny. Look at I was just looking at this. Like this is about to go up. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is yeah. that? That was supposed to be for that big concert we were gonna do, uh, the real big funk fest here in uh, AZ with uh, Zachy Force Funk. Oh, nice. Fly through galaxy. That was gonna be April what? Eighteenth. April twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Yep. We we had to change the plane ticket and everything. Like, good thing the the airline gave us a one time like same as cash like just said Voucher. hey give us another date yeah and then and then they moved the date we don't know what the date is for sure yet but we got time so hopefully yeah they're they're what yeah hopefully the is their background not killing it right now oh you like that <laughs> we got yeah, it looks so cool on the phone yeah we got a, we got a little garden, little garden of Eden. Looking good, garden of, garden of Eden. Garden of Eden. <laughs> That's what probably just said too. Garden of Eden. From how high? Well, do you guys remember all the memes, like the memes that came right before 2020 that were talking about how lit it was gonna be? You don't ever get those uh, before New Year. Remember how like Halloween was on like, I don't know, everything was gonna fall on like a special day, and then 420 was gonna be a whole month long. How about how, it's all? It's yeah, all. It's not funny. It's all fun in games. The quarantine's all fun in games, but what's gonna happen to the people that lost their jobs? Like, they're saying over six, right. over sixty percent of the nation ain't gonna be able to afford their next month's bills, their next month's food supply, their next month's everything, bro. Because a lot of people lost their job, and twelve hundred bucks a, a month ain't gonna cut it for some people. You know what I mean? Some people make way more than that. In, in a month and that's paycheck to paycheck it hits when it hits like as soon as your bills are due that's when it hits until then it doesn't seem real I guess for me like now today is the first and it feels way more real because now money's due you know yeah exactly and, Not and it's going to be a lot harder depending on how you get your money to get to next month you know what I mean I was thinking that too now and they're talking about it getting more difficult throughout this month. I'm like, yeah. oh shit! I was hoping we were about to come out of this like next week, you know? No, we're like, we're right, like right, that was tough. That was tough. Yeah. Dude, um, we were ahead on the mortgage for two months just without knowing none of this. Like, we just did it so like we don't spend the money on some other, oh, on some other dumb shit. And it's just like, fuck, dude, we we did it at the right time without even knowing that shit was gonna pop off That's like that. See, that, that ended up being a blessing, but regardless, that's how you pay a house off as fast as possible. <laughs> you know, like, but no, that was a good rainy day. Trip. Straight up. That's what I always used to like to do, man. Like, I used to rent this apartment, like, near downtown Phoenix. 
And that motherfucker was expensive, dude. But I would always be like three, four months ahead. Because if I hit a big lick, I would throw all that money, bro, into the rent. That way I could just be mm-hmm. months ahead. Because I don't know when I'm going to hit that next big lick. But as long as I'm covered right. for months, that's all that really fucking matters. Like, let's have a roof over our head. I could buy food, you know, here and there easy. Like, that's easy. I could get 200 bucks for groceries. But, you know, coming up with 1500 bucks a month for for rent ain't that easy. No. Well, and you're right. Like, nobody, everything's canceled. Usually something goes wrong at your job or your life has a falling out. You have friends and family to come to your rescue, and you have your own brain to, you know, get crafty. But people are turning corners, blank corners. Like, who do you even ask for a job right now? You know. So, I I feel I would like to say I feel their pain, but I'm not even sure at this point. I don't know what you know we're gonna even go through. But. Yeah, luckily we're considered an essential yeah, considered business. An essential so. I'm still working. Yeah, and, uh, the field That's workers good. are still working. So. Is somebody's volume so, up? I was just wondering the same thing. That just started. Did anybody change anything? I didn't change anything. All right, I'm good now. Talk again, please. I didn't either. Yo. Yeah. All right, we're yeah. good again. Yeah. Thanks, government, for <laughs> shutting that shit off. They were listening that was to us. Yeah. 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 They know we're here. They know we're here. Yeah, be like, he's fucking, we got these are like fucking conspiracy know. experts here. Yeah, how about that? Actually, it would be in an interview like uh, Michael Wilbon lives here in Phoenix I just heard that on PTI today so he was talking about how it's going here in Phoenix let's go get high with that vato I don't think he gets high I think he's pretty square him and the old man hey but something that's not a conspiracy that um these workers have been posting online it's is uh, these big refrigerator trucks that they're using in New York to store the dead bodies because they're running out of room so these big refrigerator fucking semi trucks are pulling up to the hospital and this is real bro like you can watch the videos online and they're just stacking the bodies in there because there's there's no more room for, and they're like our infrastructure our infrastructure ain't ain't prepared yes. to handle something like this and if we would have been frozen and not burned well i think there's a vetting I mean, process that's, right that's a good question but i'm guessing they're just not unlimited incinerators or whatever you know funerals and stuff. they're probably behind on doing the whole process so they're putting them on ice until they get to them. Hey, that's what i was gonna say until they can tend to them so the big story on reddit is that there people are calling bullshit u.s intelligence is calling bs on china on this like whole deal on the numbers and everything um and I don't know if that's the FBI or who, or the FBI, the CIA or who, what that means, that our intelligence, but that likely way more people have died and that we don't know the true story. The outbreak began in uh, in China's Hubo province in late 2019. Uh, yeah, 2019. But the country has publicly reported only about 82,000 cases and 3,300 deaths, according to data compiled by John Hopkins University. That compares to more than 189,000 cases and more than 4,000 deaths in the U.S., which has the largest publicly reported outbreak in the world. So right now we're, uh, I hear we, we got the gold medal right now, boys. Hey, I heard John Hopkins is a pretty good, reliable source. and uh, Yeah, John Hopkins University ain't no bullshit. It says named after my great-grandfather, John Hopkins. <laughs> so it's not, but you know, it's those were started by companies like big pharma companies in their oh, own yeah. private. So they do a lot of good, but to hide behind the other stuff that they do. So Definitely. that's why, yeah, they would never do cannabis research or anything like that. Right. And they've been asked many times by their own doctors, and they shut it down every time. Hey, but um, fluoride flowing. Yeah, Johns Hopkins, I've always thought of it as, like, the greatest place ever. When I used to be an EMT and wanted to be a doctor, that was, like, you know, places like that were, like, you know, supposed to be above the rest. And then I realized that those companies started it in their own interest to hide what they do with opiates and to make their own studies and say, oh, John Hopkins said this. And I just um, have become more inclined to believe that since we're more in tune with whatever, things that are going on in the world. Have you guys seen Manchurian Candidate? Is that the one where they fake a war? No, it's with uh, Denzel Washington, and it's about the MK Ultra, and they, like, 
plant like shit in there. Like, yeah, you guys got to watch that. Is that what they Venture did? Is that what they did to the Unabomber? They like had, so the Unabomber was part of uh, some Harvard studies, I believe, back like way like twenty years before he did all his bullshit. And I guess they put him through this grilling like mental fucking process, and they're doing studies on him and uh, a few other individuals, and they're saying that might. I mean, that was one of the defenses the attorneys were using. Was that he lost his mind after that shit? Like, who knows what the fuck they did to his brain and all this? And he, Sounds about right. But he had written this manifesto twenty years like prior, bro. Then to when he did all his shit, and then he ended up writing a manifesto in the New York Times, and that's how he got caught up. His wife, um, his um, sister-in-law, read read the manifesto, and she told her husband, like, that seems pretty. Yeah. Close to the one he wrote, that letter he wrote you, you know, 20 years ago. And Ooh, she, that's and she, I remember that. And I she, remember you talking about that last time. Yep, so she called the FBI, fucking took the paperwork to the FBI. They compared it, and they says, like, it had to be the same writer. There's no there's no way around it. Just everything about it matched. Yeah, I was talking about yeah, So that's a dope documentary, too. That's on Netflix, the Unabomber one. So... Speaking of Netflix, we've now made it 45 minutes through the episode without any mention of TK. Pretty admirable, boys. Oh, yeah. You can't, you know what I mean? You can't have an episode without the great TK, you know what I'm saying? I mean. But all he got is dose of TK, his first dose. He he watched the first episode with me. Oh, yeah, dude. That was fucking I'm ready for a second viewing. I'm ready for a second viewing because I feel like I missed a lot. When I saw the meme of him in that EMS bomber jacket, like, I there's so much in every scene, you know? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, like the... Okay. Yeah. So we'll wait. I can hold it. Well, I can I'll hold watch it. it. I'll watch you it right it. now. You gotta watch hey, I'll it. watch it when I'm eating my pot pie. Great. I just, great I also believe, I told Tolo that, uh, Neff, where all this takes place is about, it's 45 minutes from my neighborhood uh, north of Dallas. It's just across the Oklahoma border. It's five to ten minutes from where I played poker in Thackerville at Windstar Casino. Damn. Nobody's ever heard of this. I We always just heard that there was a bunch of tigers, that there was more tigers than in Africa. That's the extent of what I ever heard my whole life. And that amazes me. That really does. <laughs> That's crazy. There is. That dude. is. It right there. Aren't, but yeah, I have fun with that. In Africa and tigers like in Asia. I don't know. That's but, where they're from. But there's like 20,000 yeah. tigers, right, in in Texas and only like 5,000 in the wild? Yeah, there's lions, tigers, ostrich. There's a number of animals where there's more of them than there is in Africa where they come from, in the Serengeti or Asia or India, in tiger's case. Um, there's Yeah, there's more between Texas and Oklahoma. There's more than the rest of the world combined. And, and they're all captive. It's yeah, in one sense of the word, some of those animals would have gone extinct. And what they've done is, let's say some Texas rancher had the last of this certain kind of ostrich. They then send them back to Africa for whatever they do to breed them and do whatever. And they've saved species that way. Just because some guy on a ranch who does buffalo and whatever has these weird-ass ostriches that he sells for boots or whatever, and now it's an endangered species. And then they recover the species that way. So it's it's more than just lions and tigers. It's like it goes anything Africa wildlife you can think of. So they're part of the problem we have and part of the solution. Yeah, because people do keep them as pets and then have to get rid of them. And there's these sanctuaries that try to, I guess, do the best they can. Well, but talk- apparently it turns into a crazy character because then you turn into this, like, crazy video game character. <laughs> Well, we're talking about TK. I do. I did put together a uh, a list of recommended docu series to watch during quarantine. These are Roach Clip approved. And number one, of course, we got the Tiger King. If you haven't watched that already, I suggest you uh, hang the phone dial and go watch that right away. And number two, we got the Unabomber <laughs> in his own words. That's also available on Netflix. We got McMillions. That's available on HBO. We got Dark Side of the Ring at number four. That's on Viceland, and they got some episodes on YouTube. And uh, number five, I'm going to recommend you guys to watch The Coke and Cowboys Part 1 and Part 2. 
and those are available on Amazon Prime Video or wherever you can find them. Have you guys ever watched the Cocaine Cowboys Part One and Part Two? I can't remember. Was it about the dudes that uh, basically started selling cocaine in California, and he was like that plane uh, airplane pilot, and then he hooked up? Is that it? It was in my, Miami. I think that's Donnie Brasco. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, it was in Miami then, and then this guy but was, I like, think, flying. I, yeah, so I think those guys from Donnie Brasco are involved in, like, the actual guys are involved in this oh, documentary. Okay. Right. Yeah, okay. So, so I'm going to check it out. It basically shows how Miami was built with 100% cocaine money. There was a point in their time where they were hiring anybody as police officers because they were running out of cops. So what ended up happening, all these fucking mafia kids would go in as police officers like one of the dudes like, dude, I got escorted to my house with like 30 fucking kilos of coke, like $300,000 in cash by a fucking cop. You know what I mean? Like they're all they said at one point, dude, <laughs> at one point, like 80 percent of the police force was involved in narcotics. Hmm. Banks were all involved in narcotics. All the nightclubs were all built off cocaine money. These yeah, it had to go. It was vertically integrated, as they say in the business world. And that's how they would, um, dude, they would conf- They would find so much cocaine in the ocean, like the FBI or whatever, just from, from it not making it here. Like, oh, yeah, the drop. Yeah, just tons and tons of cocaine. Oh, yeah, I heard that that was all the collateral damage, like shipments that get seized, whatever. They're just sending one right behind it. It doesn't even fucking matter. So this this thing traces it all the way back to the Medellin cartel with Escobar and everything, bro. This is a beautiful fucking piece of art. And then it introduces you to Griselda Blanco, and Griselda Blanco, they focus the documentary, the part two, on, on all about her. Yeah, but that, they, they introduced her in part one. That's that airplane guy that... Um... Nephilim was talking about. She's the one who used to transport. He's the one who used to transport. Yeah, for yeah so they he hired him. Have you uh, seen the documentary about the college kids that caught that found the shipment of uh, weed that they dropped? Nah. So they they bailed on a shipment of weed or something, and these surfer guys, like up in Oregon or Washington State, um, <clears throat> or whatever, Northern California, I can't remember exactly, but uh, they pulled it out. And they just went and hid it and sold it, and they just start. That's how they started their fortune, allegedly. I guess. The fortune. I believe that, bro. There was so much, so many drugs lost in the in that drug trade right there, just from, because they would do like airplane drops in random locations, and the fool would have to go look. Does this take place in the eighties? Yep, eighties. Disco mm-hmm. era, I think seventies. It just it goes it goes back to the beginning, bro. And and okay. so so they used to call them the cocaine cowboys because for for like a year there was just shootouts in malls everywhere, bro, in Miami. Like there was like there was like an average of like ten ten murders a night. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit was literally mafiaville, and it was all Cuba, dude. All these crazy Cubans, all these crazy. They they um, one of the main characters is uh, one of the main protagonists is a. An ex, uh, what do you call it, marksman for Griselda Blanco. So he's doing life in prison because he snitched. So they didn't give him the death penalty. So he's he spills the beans like a motherfucker on this documentary. Because uh, that, was, hey, you know what? I don't understand why he was like the um, kind of like the enforcer, and he was like yeah, the, the, the one that was killing everybody. And and uh, he even said he was like, yeah, nobody really tried to come to kill him. But they did, you know, eventually come from, you know what I mean? But that's, like, I don't understand, like, the Iceman. Remember the Iceman? Like, the guy was too afraid to come kill him himself, you know what I mean? Because nobody's going to try to kill the killer. Man, he talks about his murders in bone-chilling detail. Crazy. Yeah, he said he killed, like, 50-plus people. Yeah, I don't know how many people. And he tells you about (laughs) all these people he killed, bro, and how he killed them. There's like this crazy story where like they're following, they're trying to murder him at the mall, and he ends up like killing these motherfuckers, dude. Like it's it's beautiful shit. Cocaine Cowboys, part. It's just they're not docu series. It's a quick documentary. They have, but they have part one and part two. So I suggest you try to find those. And um, I got a uh, thought provoking question for you guys. Something to you know what I mean? Massage the brain a little bit. 
If you could teach everyone in the world one concept, what concept would have the big? Uh, what concept would have the biggest positive impact on humanity? Hmm. Respect. Respect. Why respect? Because respect everything um, will pretty much guide you to a good passageway. I would say. What is the concept of respect? Treating other people how you want to be treated. Um, don't down people. Just be you. Respect is a great one. Respect. Mikey, you got yeah. one? Respect. So the first things I thought of were like math and, and um, music because I was thinking of concepts like um, – if we could all learn something and share something, I would want to know like how to speak math as like a universal language. But um, or if we could all play music together, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> music would be dope if we could all just fucking like jam. if everybody if everyone spoke that language. If we'd all could just jam sesh together, I like that the music. So you need respect. We need music. How about you, Nephilim? What are you gonna add to this Voltron? <laughs> Oh, my bad. My bad. Hold on. He fell, he fell asleep. <laughs> uh, man, well, Paroli took the good, took a really good one out because my, it, just going down the lines, my first thoughts were uh, to teach everybody, um, uh, treat others as you want to be treated. And he said it in his respect speech. And then I was like, damn it. <laughs> and then I was going to say culture after that. And then Mikey said music, which is a form of culture. So, you know, I'm like, damn it, I'm two already out. So I guess I just have to have, like, uh, you know, like a universal language, you know, that everybody could uh, could understand. I was say, it could be more of an abstract. Uh, or like, how about like, like literal, something super literal that, you know. Yeah, because cause I was thinking more like less segregation, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. More integration. That's like I don't know how you would incorporate that. It'd have to be like a, a singular culture, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good one. I like that. A universal language. That'd be amazing, right? Yeah. We'd all be able to communicate, no problem. No, that's true. Like that's biblical. That's what Babylon was, right? That's why I said I didn't. It's because they're, you know, that's why they had to separate everybody you again. Give them yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so it sucks because we're back to that. We're back to the Stone Age where it's like, you know, we were all given that in the beginning and then we fucked it all up so it got taken away and we were all given our own language so that way uh, we couldn't, uh, like, you know, I don't know if that's true or not. You know, this is all speculation again. But uh, uh, from what I understand, if we could all... Yeah. (laughs) If we all have an understanding as to... uh, <laughs> hey, it's all, it's the fucking it's the Lion King in there, dude. I am fucking bear. Yeah, a bear. That's a That's North funny. American. What about you, R two? North American brown. What what are you bringing to the table? Uh, I mean, respect was a good one. Um, that's actually like I I I basically had like three things in my life. So respect being one of them. And then I'd have to say like like love, bro. You know, love and like Ooh, honor. Con- you know love, what I mean? I like, like that. I think respect is good because that's how you learn other concepts. Like when things are foreign to you, there has to be a way that you give them a chance. And breaking down those walls and seeing things that you're not used yeah, to, figuring it out, for things without understanding them. You know. I got a quarantine yeah, book. So. I got a quarantine book I can recommend. It's called "The Mastery of Love" by Don Ruiz Miguel. So that's a great fucking book, dude. It's called "The Mastery of Love." It teaches the Toltec teachings of ancient Aztecs, and he brings it to our modern terms, dude. And honestly, bro, this is a life-changing book, and that's why I said the concept of love is a beautiful thing. And this book opens. It, it'll open up a lot of things in your mind and your heart, bro. That's a deep, deep book. I highly, highly recommend it if you're in quarantine. The Mastery of Love is not that it's not that thick either, you know what I mean? It's a quick read, but every single line means something, bro. Line for line, that book is fucking top-notch. It'll change lives, guaranteed. Luis Miguel? 
Don Luis, Don Ruiz Miguel, or some shit like that. Oh, Don Ruiz. Oh, you found it? He has like a whole series. Yeah. I heard the whole series is amazing. Have you read it all together? But that's the only one I've read a couple times. I'm thinking of uh, actually getting back into that book one more time. That way we could talk about it on the podcast. I must say, uh, for me, it's manage their stress efficiently. If we can manage our stress efficiently, I think that's a great concept to uh, teach others because we wouldn't have ran into this panic on, uh, during this pandemic. There'd be yeah, food for everybody. Every, it'd be normal. It'd be serendipitous. It'd be, it'd be harmonized, you know? There would be no need to hoard all the toilet paper. There'd be no need to go buy every single fucking mask at Home Depot. Because why? Because people stressed out. They panic. And that's just like a current situation that could help that. But stress, managing your stress efficiently will help a lot of aspects of your life. And it'll also help you live longer. It'll keep your, your heart, you know, at ease. Not always racing and shit. You only get so many pumps, you know what I'm saying? Might as well use them wisely. So that's what I'm. Uh, that's what I'm gonna bring to this Voltron. I got a little bit of uh, quarantine trivia. I'm just gonna ask you guys some trivia questions, and uh, in no particular order, we'll see. Uh, we'll just all guess or whatever. All right, let's see if you guys know this one. How old was the youngest pope? How old was 70. the youngest pope? The youngest. Oh. 14. Oh, we should. Are we doing like a raise your hand? No, no, just we're throwing guesses. See until somebody gets 14. It. Probably said 14. 52. 52. Nope. Probably closer. Nephilim. Who's the youngest pope? Uh, 63. Nope. Way off. No, Prody already said 14 and he's closer. Want me to give um, you the option? 17. Ooh, that's an option, <laughs> but it's not there. 11, bro. Dang. Eleven year old Pope. I gotta look into that. Bro. What up? What was that? R two? Did he freeze or is he just smiling there? A little is, mannequin. Is everybody frozen? Everyone froze. They are, huh? That is funny. <laughs> Everyone froze. So the answer was eleven for the youngest Pope. Let me see if I could get him back on the line. Here, I'll throw one at you right now, Brody, while I try to find these vatos. Throw it on, throw it on. Let me see. I got one for you. What are they going to be? Which animal sleeps for five minutes a day? A chameleon, a koala, a giraffe, or a beaver? Damn, only five minutes? I say a chameleon. You, you think a chameleon? Yeah. Nope, that's not it. All right, let's see. 20 years <laughs> old. Hey. It was eleven. It was eleven years old. He's eleven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, which animal? Hey, hey which... Well, were you guys frozen in time or what? What up? Were you guys frozen in time or what? I don't know how you guys froze. Like everybody was frozen, so I had to fucking go back and reconnect. Hey, your shirt's on fire. Dolo, you dropped the ash on your shirt. Shit, don't scare me. All right, so which animal sleeps? <laughs> which animal sleeps for only five minutes a day? A chameleon, a koala, a giraffe, or a beaver? Uh, I thought it was a lemur. I don't know. A, a chameleon. Koala sleep all day. Probably said chameleon too. That's not it. What do you think, R two D two? I can't hear him. Can you guys hear him? No, it's a beaver. Oh, a beaver. Oh, Beebs. It's not the beaver. It's a giraffe, boys. Damn, the only one you guys didn't pick. So a giraffe only sleeps for five minutes a day. Dude, that, That's yo, wild. Yo, giraffes, <laughs> giraffes are underrated as <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going to find giraffes one. Giraffes are highly underrated. I'm going to find one more. I'm not going to give you guys the uh, <coughs> the answers. Me. You guys just until we're going to go until somebody guesses this. Let All me right. see. Damn, I thought your shirt was on fire. First of all, I thought that. I, no, it was. It, he dropped the ash on it. He dropped the ash on it. <laughs> that fool dropped the red ash on his shirt, and it went out on his shirt. Okay. So it burned a hole in his shirt, basically. Basically. 
All right, what color was Coca-Cola originally? Green. Dude, yeah. that is such a, a good one. Who said green? green. That's he, weird. And he he got it right. It was green. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, did, yeah green, did you know that already? Or was that just yeah, your guess? I seen, I seen some shit about it. Okay. I mean, I watched the How America Was Built. Has a really cool show that shows our food companies like Nestle and no wait that one's bullshit like Hershey and Coca Cola and stuff. But yeah, John Pemberton, he's the one who invented the formula, but not the one who got rich off of it. Is that the one that shows when Colonel Sanders blasted the other chicken maker for fucking? Yeah, for... that's right. They did. Yeah, did you they guys... did McDonald's. KFC. Did you guys the know that? Good. Did you guys know Colonel Sanders blasted another chicken maker? So, so, so Colonel, recipe? no, so Colonel Sanders used to sell his chicken at a gas station and his rival mm -hmm. used to sell it at another gas station. And this fool bought the billboard, billboard right in front of his shop. The other dude right in front of Colonel Sanders <laughs> shop. And he put his billboard up there and Colonel Sanders went up to this one, just shot that fool dog. <laughs> Sweet. Straight. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, the Colonel's a fucking G bro. So they showed that part on that show. I haven't watched that show, but that's what I heard. <laughs> that they show it on that yeah, show. Yeah, the colonel didn't get no fuck. Nope, colonel no was fuck. a colonel for real. Yeah, he was a fucking straight gangster. Straight Sanders. Straight Sanders. Well, boys, it was. A, it's been a great hour. You guys got any uh, closing words before we end this beautiful podcast? Psych Nephilim, any closing words? I like your background. Is that KRS one? Yeah, right here. Yep, that was done by uh, Talent Zero right there. Dope. He did that. In spray, that's in spray paint right there. Sick. Nice little joint. Uh, yeah, I should give a shout out to everybody listening. Uh, you know, yeah, I know a lot of things got canceled. Shout out to the Funkettos. We had that, uh, the uh, Glide Through Galaxy show we were going to do on April 25th at the Rebel uh, Lounge. We had to postpone that for a later date. Uh, shout out to uh, Aaron uh, for buying uh, the vintage jacket. Shout out to uh, Tolo and uh, the victory for uh, printing the stuff up, you know what I mean? Everybody just working still, you know, holding it down. Uh, that's, you know, everybody uh, just keeping safe, dude, you know. Shout out to them. Safe distance. Yup, all day. R2D2, any last words? Um, nah, man. I mean, stay safe, stay occupied. Um, Shit, binge watch some shows. Dracula on uh, Netflix is a good one, bro. Dracula? Dracula. Like a three-part series, but it's like a modernized one. But it's like Bram Stoker's Dracula, so it's really cool. Um, the Haunting on Hill House is a really good one, um, too. Um, but yeah, man, just try to try to keep occupied, play some games, do some things, you know? Hop on the computer, chat with some, chat with some people. Sesh. Session like this, if you can't session real life. Some virtual sessions. Know, virtual sessions, you know, stay positive. You know, people all, are starting to freak out. All day, every day. Don't be a sheeple. Mikey Milkis. <clears throat> nice. I'm going like to have. Solid burp. <laughs> um, maybe a push-up challenge. Everybody get a little bit of exercise during your quarantine. There's an and, exercise uh, challenge. Everybody's got to exercise. We we all got to come on and do a fucking little five minute workout or something. I like that. I'll throw it on in the background <laughs> and we'll just follow the directions. We'll do it. Yeah. I'll do ten push ups before we start the next podcast or twenty. We'll each do twenty and then start. All right, let's do it. I like that. The, um, the stay healthy challenge. I drank another smoothie. Hey, so I use that. <laughs> I use the magic butter, dude. It works like magic. Yeah. You just set it and forget like, it. Oh, hell yeah. Hey, so uh, at, at what temperature you do, do you want your weed at when you're making it? Um, to if you're to decarb it, like 240 is what I do it at. 240. All right, cool. I kept it at 160. Yeah, that's good. And then let it just go for longer. Yeah, and it came out fucking potent and clean, bro. It is the cleanest butter I've seen. That nice. shit, shit was looking like distillate. <laughs> yeah, bro. This shit's, like, <laughs> this shit's just clear. Like golden. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm going to make something for you guys with this so we can quarantine and flick the bean on the next podcast. Perfect. 
Hell yeah. So, uh, Prodi, before uh, we leave, any last words for our listeners and our remotely located guests? Shout out, uh, yeah, shout out everybody tuned in, you know, that keeps listening week by week. And, yeah, just stay isolated, man, from all the peeps and let's get through this shit and get back to it, you know? Hell yeah. And if you haven't watched the Tiger King, make sure to go watch that. <laughs> make sure to go watch that top five I recommended earlier. And uh, catch up to the latest episodes. We got 154 episodes out there. You guys can just binge listen, binge watch. Put it on for your kids while you're fucking teaching them a thing or two. They might learn a thing or two from us. <laughs> the crazy roaches. Now, shout out to uh, Psych, R2D2, Mikey Milkis, Broly for making the trip. Shout out to the projections in the background. You know, I'm enjoying these NBA fights and... I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying your backgrounds. So what's that behind you? R2D2. Did your uh, kids draw those? Oh, yeah. So these are mostly my daughter's drawings from school. Sick. And then the but, bong to your right. I like that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I got the bong out for the, the podcast. I'm isolated here in my room. No, that's good. Stay isolated. Um, follow the orders. Try to stay indoors. Curve. What do they call it? Curve. Curve the fucking thing down. Bring the curve down. Oh. Lower the curve. Lower whatever. the curve. There you go. Yeah, Lower yeah. the curve. I guess it's say, they're saying it's working. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, I've been having a blast getting high. I'll be in the, at the shop tomorrow. The shirts came in. So I'll be, in nice. there. I'll be in there for five, six hours, knocking out a couple jobs. And let's get paid, boys. Let's do it. Follow let's us on it. Instagram at Roach Clip Podcast and at Cannabis Cactus. You could also go to CannabisCactus.com. Catch up to the latest and greatest in the cannabis community. We got great writers like R2D2, Mikey Milkis. Brody's written a couple articles. Some fucking idiot named Tolo writes a couple. You know what I'm saying? So that's how we do it. Sha la 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 la. We are the Roach Clip Podcast. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> All right, fellas. Y'all have a good night. Have a good night, boys. Peace. I'm having time. Peace. Peace.